Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have our last enemy. So collectively as a planet, our last enemy. Uh, people who live on Mars. We've colonized, we got there, we found them, we hate them, and they are, in fact, our last enemy because they united us as a planet. That was so deep, Wade. How did I get into all of that? That's crazy. Um, I'm not sure. I mean... You missed the mark a little bit with where the band name came from, but I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking maybe we could change it. Um, Sounds pretty cool. <laughs> but that, I mean, you can't hate the Martians. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, I was notice what I did there about how you know humanity finally came to get because it was a, a global pandemic didn't do it. No, no, that just tore us apart further. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, made, made everyone angrier. Yeah. So, Somehow. What about Martians? Do you think if we found Martians, it would bring us together or it would just tear us apart more? Um, definitely tear us apart more. Um, but, I mean, the Martians might hate us even more than that, mm-hmm. which might which might then bring us together. Yeah. Either that or they'll just go, this is a dumpster fire, let's leave them to their own devices. That's right. <laughs> I was reading a book once about how Martians would actually be more peaceful than human beings because we are born in the light of Mars, which is uh, the war planet. At least that's what we've decided. (laughs) And they were born in the light of the blue planet, which is so peaceful. So from that universal perspective. Yeah, I guess they're like, I mean, in saying that, I guess, yeah, if they're in the light of the blue planet, they might be like, oh, that's a nice, peaceful light. Let's be nice to each other. But realistically, they're probably as bad as us. Yeah. I mean, you'd hope there's some sort of life out there that's a little bit more evolved than we are. But, I mean, I can't guarantee it. (laughs) We'll never know. (laughs) Evolved in what way? So in what way would you wish that humanity uh, was a little further along? Well, I mean, I guess I, I think of things from, I guess, a an Australian perspective. We we have way too many people in this country who think that we have too many people in this country. <laughs> and it just means they've never been anywhere else and realised how few people we have in this country. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just there's lots of unevolved people down here. Um, wow. Bogans. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I wasn't sure if you're aware, but yeah, we have enough of them. Um, wow. But yeah, you know, it's you mm-hmm. see you see them at the pub, <laughs> and you just go, "Wow, <laughs> we've got some issues here." <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see, you see them in the on the, on the internet internet comments abusing each other because they've been stuck at home too long, and you just go, "Yeah, everyone's real angry." It's like just just chill, just. Come on, it's all right. Yeah. It could be worse. We're on the blue planet, babes. Yeah, like it it could be a lot worse. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. And Our Last Enemy has a new EP called As Above, So Below, which I think we were just chatting about with people being angry. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Which came out on uh, May 14th, I have, via Octane Records. And right now, being joined by Wade, and we just jump right into a conversation, but uh, I also wanted to get the introduction in there, so... Wade, welcome to this show. Thank you, John. Um, happy to be here at 1am Aussie time. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, thanks for joining me. Yeah, not, not a problem. If I start just going from random tangents, it's because I am tired. Mm-hmm. Just um, So this could be an interesting one. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Uh, do you mind me asking, because you mentioned that my whole like Martian battle thing was not what you guys had in mind when you came up with Our Last Enemy. Uh, I, I hate See? this... I hate these questions because they're so boring. Like, tell me what's your band name. But I'm actually kind of curious now. Okay. okay. So um, this was actually it, – um, it was actually before I joined the band. But um, the bass player was up at some stupid hour in the morning watching random documentaries. Um, we've got, like, I guess, uh, um, like a government-owned channel that is um, random. It's called SBS. It's just got the most random TV. It was the one that when you were a kid, you would try to find the foreign film late at night. So it had the boobs in it, um, that channel. And there was a documentary where, um, I can't remember what it was about, but he heard the um, narrator say that death is our last enemy. And he just went, that's so profound. And then it just had to be, yeah, so it was yeah. death. Because at the end of the day, that is the last enemy we're going to have. Is it an enemy or is it a friend, Wade? Oh, I guess it depends on how much you like life. <laughs> is the life an enemy or is the life a friend? That's well, that, that's well, <laughs> the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I like to think my life is my friend, um, at least ninety-nine percent of the time. Mm-hmm. But I was talking about those bogans earlier, and that's, um, that's true. Death, death could be their friend. Yeah, exactly. Like sometimes, one of the best things you can do for somebody is to fire them so that they can have a wake-up call and move on and maybe find something else better for them. And death could be the same thing for some people. Well... That got dark. Yeah, that got really dark. I mean, I wouldn't say death would be the good thing to do instead of firing them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you could just fire them, not fire them out of a cannon into the sun. The two very different things. Yes. It would be. Okay. Well, it'd be a long time coming, and then they would never be coming back. But if they did, they'd be the holy ones. So you said, and, and then they would have to do high on atrophy to see their thousand visions. Mm-hmm. This is getting. This is good. You guys, you guys thought about this one. Now, is that why when I look at the band picture on Spotify, you're the one not wearing sunglasses because you're the newest member of the band? Um. Well, me and the drummer joined pretty much the same time. Um. It's, it's, I guess it's a funny story. I mean, I'm, my old band used to like do shows when Our Last Enemy started out. So it was like one of those things where it was um, when they did need someone new, they just sort of went, hey, how about you? We we know you fit in with us. I'm like, oh, why not? <laughs> <laughs> and it was the case of, yeah, I can do it. I mean, they actually live like um, a, complete, a whole state away from me. I'm at, so COVID's really affected us because we've had border closures in between us. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of, um, but it's like, you know, with the internet, you can always keep in contact. You can always send songs back and forward. We're in a digital age. And then I get to have a fun weekend down there with the guys every so often. Yeah. And the borders. And everyone wins. Yeah. I mean, they're okay now, but it looks like we've got another outbreak coming out. In their, sta- hey. in their state or in your state? Um, actually, in the state below them, so we should be okay. But it's 
Yeah, so there's a, an outbreak in Melbourne, but if if someone from Melbourne has travelled to Sydney... Uh-oh. So bring up the map. I am, I am because if that's in Victoria, <laughs> then I know all of the problems. Yep, Melbourne, Victoria. There's yep. a new outbreak there. There it um, is. The guys are from Sydney, New South Wales, and I'm from Brisbane and Queensland. Okay. I've heard so, good things about Queensland. Oh, it's beautiful. It's really hot, though. Okay, not my thing. Yeah, um, I've heard beautiful things about Canada. I hear it's nice and cold. It, it's very cold, especially... Well, no, today's supposed to be good. I think today's supposed to be a high of 17. Right. And you do use... That's right, that is Celsius, because you you, mm-hmm. you actually use that. Yes, food. yeah. Not like those southerners that you've got. But what's Fahrenheit, anyway? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But we, the great thing about being Canadian is, for example, our house is in metric. So we'll say like, oh, the, it says it's 18 in here or it's 19 in here or whatever. And like for the temperature outside, I'm telling you right now, oh, it's 10 degrees outside. But later this week, it's actually supposed to go up to 26, 27. And then I'll be Canadian. So. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be Canadian and go, oh, geez, that's going to be <laughs> hot, eh? And then, but my oven... If my wife's like, what temperature should I cook this at? I'll be like, 350. Yeah, that would confuse me. It's crazy. We have a very... And then it depends on which unit of measurement is simpler. So instead of saying, oh, that's 110 grams, so that number's way too big, we'll we'll calculate that into ounces, and we'll tell you how many ounces that is, because it's a simpler number. Yeah, we, we just have metric all the way around here. <laughs> like, you know, the, our roads are in kilometers. Ours are as too. well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird. I lived in England for a bit, and you, when you drive, it's all in miles an hour, but then everything else is generally in metric. Okay. Except the roads. Except the so roads. That's so everything. I, I don't know why. I don't know why either. Probably the, probably the Queen's fault. It probably is the Queen's fault. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Play the Queen. And then you get, you get that going on here, too, because we have the Queen on our money, and we pay a dollar per Canadian a year to have her on her money. And I thought that sounds like a pretty easy expense to get rid of. Yeah. But then how much does it cost to make a whole bunch of new money? That's true. Ugh, we're just stuck. No, we, we, we have her on our money too. Okay. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad we're, we're the off. same people. Almost. Yes. Quite indeed. I, I, I guess we should go back to the EP. We, what, you want to discuss the EP? Okay, I see a fifty-one fifty in the shadows over there. Is that uh, an original block letter? And is that on? It's, uh, it's a fifty-one fifty-two. Okay, so it's not not the original. Um, um, I actually got the guitars reamped. I did originally record with that at a DI, and then it was sent to our um, our mixer, and he wanted to reamp them. So it almost made it on. It's on a few tracks, and like. You know, like, I think on the lead tracks, it's on there. Um, but for the main rhythms, he ended up reamping. And I think he used his own 5150 block letter for part of that. And I can't remember. He, like, he blended a couple of amps. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there. So okay. I know, one of the, I know one of them was definitely a 5150. Well, it was either that or a 6505. It was one or the other. Yeah. Or a 5153. No, it wasn't one of them. Oh. I don't know that much. Okay. I do I do actually really like those too. Yeah. But mm. I mean, I can't even tour with that. So it just sits there. 
and looks good. It does look because, good. Because, I mean, I we generally do fly dates because it's a long drive between shows here. Mm-hmm. And so it's all about getting something a bit more electronic. So I've got, at the moment, I've got a Kemper, and I just take that with me. Mm-hmm. Do you have a profile of that amp so that it's still with you in spirit? No, I just use someone else's 5150 <laughs> profile. There's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of shit. I, I, yeah, there's a lot of them, but it's like I found someone who actually profiled it in a decent studio because I tried and it didn't come out very good. Wah, wah. There is there's, a, there's a there's an art there's a black art to it. Yeah, there is a black art to sucking the soul out of an amplifier. Yeah, it is not as easy as they make it sound. No, it's time consuming, and I'm in an apartment, so my neighbours probably wouldn't like hearing the profiler cranked through a hundred watt tube amp while profiling it. Mm-hmm. Guys, guys, I'm profiling. Okay, this is what <laughs> this is what I got to do. Just let it happen. Yeah, it'll be fine. Like it, it sounds like an alien. Yeah, it's our last enemy, guys. So just we're killing it. Don't worry about it. I should have put that on the record. Should just the just the Kemper profile and sample that. Yeah, personally, I'm offended for you, Wade. I would think, oh, so I give you a 5150 perfectly recorded, and then you go and you reamp it with a 5150, and then I would just I would would just start throwing chairs, Wade. I mean, in saying that. I wasn't thinking about what would fit best in the mix when I was re- recording with it. Ooh. I was I was going. This Ooh. sounds great. <laughs> I probably, you know, I probably had like a bit too much low end, too much highs, not enough mids, like every guitarist does. Because mm-hmm. um, you know you're playing on your own, so you're like, oh, there's no bass here or cymbals. I gotta like compensate for a bit of that frequency, and then yeah, yeah. When you're when you're recording, it's like actually we just want a lot of the mids because yeah. the bass guitar will just override your entire sound otherwise and it will sound muddy. Yeah. You know, it's so, fu- I mean, so it's fine. I, I knew there was a reason behind it. I was only a little bit hurt. Just a little bit. Only a little bit hurt. Well, it was a long time coming. Uh, actually, oh, yeah, boom. I actually just found <laughs> out that I'm opposite to that because I play guitar and for years I've been thinking, no, no, don't scoop the mids because... You know, it's not the right thing to do. But then I was just on the phone the other day with a pickup manufacturer for guitar pickups, does custom hand-wiring pickups. I was chatting with a band who recommended him. Canadian guy does not make a guitar pickup until you order it, and he hand-wires it. And so, therefore, he wants to talk to you to find out what do you want. And I said, well, you were recommended, so I figured I'd just have a, a chat with you, but I'm pretty happy with my pickups. I don't know that I would change them. He started shooting some ideas back and forth. He's like, well, if you were to change something, what is it? And I said, well, I have a hard time fitting my guitar into a mix. What do you have to do? Oddly enough, I have to kind of sag the mids like like a scooping sound. Uh, he's like, well, why don't you just dial it on the amp that way? And I said, well, because I was told not to do that. And he starts looking up the piece. like, what pickup do you have? So I tell him, he's like, that's a really mid-range heavy pickup, so you're actually going to have to scoop the mids, but you're not actually scooping them. You're just equalizing the signal so that... And I was like... Oh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was exaggerating a little bit when I said that I scooped the mids too much. I, it, it really wasn't that bad, but... Um, well, if you I, have... I, I do agree, though. You do sometimes need to scoop them a little, just because um, those, some of those low mids are just mud fests. 
Mm-hmm. But what you don't want to do is because one, one thing I've noticed, um, especially I guess in all the local scenes that ever existed, there's always you know a few guys who have the fifty one fifty, but they for some reason hate mid range and just turn it all the way down because you know because they're at home in their bedroom. They're like it sounds great with no mid at all, mm-hmm. and then as soon as they play live, they're actually you can't hear them yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds sweet, dude. Yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. mm. It's like there's no notes there. It's no. just noise. No. But yeah, I mean Oh man. Rectifiers? You, you gotta go the other way. The other way. Rectifiers, I saw last local show I saw, which at this point was a year and a half ago, the guy had a rectifier in a nightclub, which was kind of funny because it's too much power for a nightclub. But anyway, he had to wheel his, you know, half stack on stage. And uh the rectifier naturally is a little mid scooped. Uh, naturally, but he had already then done more mid scooping on an EMG 81, which is already a slightly scooped pickup. So all I heard was dogs barking. It was just, and you know, take a look at the bass player over there. You need him and give me some mids. Uh Oh, is that my wife? Hi darling. Hi. Um, so we can only do one today because the other one has a tenant. The one in Hillview. Okay. Has a tenant. Okay. Um, so we need to give notice on that one. Okay. We can see it tomorrow at noon. The other one we can do today at 3 o'clock as long as the realtor. Boom, let's do it. Wade, we're going house hunting, so we're looking at oh. houses. Nice. Yeah, it's been a social experiment up until this point. We'll be very happy when it's over. <laughs> Just looking as many as you can and then um, having... Like, I guess, what's the market like over there? Is it one of those things where every house that someone's selling, there's like 4,000 people looking at it? Just about. There are ones where we're in the middle of organizing a time to go look at it, and then the next message is, it sold. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Yeah, lots of fun. So if it hasn't sold, hey. then we go there and take a look at their reno job that was done you know, 15 years ago, and there's water damage that they didn't fix. We went yeah, into so one. if it's broken, you can buy it. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> we went into one yesterday. I'm like, what's this water damage over here in the bedroom? They're like, I don't know. We start looking and see if there's pipes in the adjacent bathroom that have busted or something. Like, okay, well, we'll ask the owners. Turns out that they had an untrained dog that they let pee so viciously that there was visible water damage on the floor and up the wall. Yeah, it's just like, uh, yeah, that doesn't sound like a good place to live. No. Raise a family. Like, oh, just don't mind the um, the forever piss stains. Exactly. And then they had a they had biblical scripture on the wall about working six days and taking the seventh off. And I thought, well, it looks to me like you guys have been doing it backwards. Then <laughs> clean up after <laughs> the dog one day a week. <laughs> oh man, that's the way to live, baby. Sweet. So we chatted <laughs> about. Well, actually, uh, while we finish up, because I don't know if we really did chat about the EP, but what? <laughs> yeah, I don't think we did. We just chatted. Yeah, is there? A theme to the EP. What do you want us to know about the EP? Okay, so so essentially, um, the as far as a theme goes, um, I'm probably the worst person to ask about it because I'm not a vocalist at all, and um, and one of the only guys in the band who didn't have anything to do with the lyrical content. But each 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 song definitely, um, I get it does fit under a theme as a whole of um, the band struggling. Um, before I joined, essentially, 
to um, really focus again. So they had a couple, you know, member changes and um, they lost focus as to where they were going. And then, but then there's a bit of a rebirth of the band when me and the drummer came in. So a lot of it's, I guess, um, got to do the whole with, you know, getting back on track. So it's got a, a relatively um, positive message hidden in there, actually, um, which is weird for a bunch of guys that jump around stage trying to look scary. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I guess like, as a whole, it's sort of um, we attempted to go both heavier and more melodic than the band's previous stuff. Um, like I guess I I was previously in like um, a band years ago that was I guess a little bit sort of um, influenced by bands like At the Gates and stuff like that, like the Swedish death metal stuff. So mm-hmm. I brought some of that riffier, um, you know chunkier sound to the band and then we also went okay but let's try to go the other way a bit and be a bit more melodic so that the songs get stuck on people's heads so we just tried to mash it all together yeah so you'll, you'll see it sort of starts like you know the first track is just like a punch in the face the second track's got a bit of a groove to it after being punched in the face the third track almost has like you know a bit of a dancey feel to it and it's like the i guess mainstream radio song as far as well, I mean as far as we've gone so far mm-hmm. and then it gets dark and epic so I guess the Holy Ones is the um, you know it's a bit more of the it's, it, it's a bit slower tempo um, a bit more atmospheric and then the last song just kicks the tempo back up again and finishes with a whole bunch of orchestras and all sorts of stuff so it's, it's sort of like a it's it's a bit of a roller coaster. It's it's hard to explain because when people like we've had I guess reviews sort of say um, it they can hear a lot of different genre influences, but none of it sounds forced. Is I guess from mm. it's what it's like the main thing I've we've gotten from people who've reviewed it so far. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of ten out of tens on it actually. I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're just young reviewers trying to get attention. No, they're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them was um, um, Heavy Mag in Australia, which is one of the bigger um, heavy metal magazines in this country. So the other one yeah, might have been, you know, a younger reviewer. Well, I actually don't know. In a way, I'm happy for the score, and I will. Um, I was a bit speechless to see that. Either way, I was very happy. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, sweet. So we chatted about Martians, 5152 amps, dialing in guitar tone as a whole. We chatted about um, there are music videos available for the EP. So on today's show notes, those will be available. Uh, we chatted about the EP as a whole, as above, so below. Um, yep. Chatted about even the band name. Uh, I don't know that we the missed cliche, it. The cliche one, the band name. Mm-hmm. I suppose I should tell you who was in the band. Um. I should tell you a little bit about the other members. So I guess our singer, that's his name's Ollie. Um, he's been around Sydney metal scene for years. Um, quite a unique vocalist. So have a listen. You'll figure that out. Bass player Matt um, and our drummer Frank. So um, I mean, what can you say about bass players and drummers? They're solid. They work well together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I play guitar, and we all do a little bit of the the synth and the sampling. Um, like a lot of it was actually tracked in the room I'm sitting in now, which is my yeah, home studio setup. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, 
it's a bit of everything for everybody. Okay, cool. All right. Well, Wade, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Not a problem. Thanks for having me.